Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. Well, hi Jay and... Welcome back. It feels like just yesterday that we were last having a chat talking about how exciting it was going to be to um, see how LegoCon 2021 went. This is Lego's live streaming showcase event that they held on Saturday the 18th of June 2022 in most of the world, although it was the wee small hours of Sunday the um, 19th in Australia, or at least in our little corner of it. Um, and we thought we might just have a quick run through some of the exciting take-home messages from the event. And I suppose we can even have a look and see what we got right and what what we didn't. But uh, I think most importantly, see what the LEGO group got right compared to last year, which um, was considered pretty disappointing by, by a lot of adult fans for a lot of reasons. Hmm. Um, so, where do you want to lead off, Jay? Uh, look, the I think the the highlight that I'm still seeing people talk about it all over social media, it's just the, the, the set reveals, and there was just so much that they gave us, like, um, compared to last year, where, did they, did we get anything last year? Probably not. Because everything got leaked beforehand in like a catalog or you know somehow. Yeah, last year the the big reveal was going to be the Star Wars sets, and they unfortunately were revealed when the Japanese catalog went online two weeks before. Perhaps Minecraft. Yep. But this year, the show really just was an all-out assault. I found it was an all-out assault on AFOL sensibilities as it got underway, simply because it was reveal after reveal after reveal, and then having seen a certain set, I just sort of was a bit numbed for a while, while a few other articles just drifted overhead. Um, so I've had to go back and catch up on a bit of it today. Um, but, well, let's start off they sort of got going pretty quickly after sort of a little bit of a preamble and setting some lego masters um contestants from around the world often a task to put together their 90th anniversary celebration tribute mm. um they then broke into the reveals and that started with the marvel sancto sanctorum um yeah, I think they, the Sanctum, like, everyone knew the Sanctum was coming, so it's kind of a, everyone was kind of waiting with bated breath, mm. and um, yeah, it was cool, like, the, I think that was the first big reveal, we had Justin Ramsden, the set designer, show it off, and, um, you know, he had the set under a thick, you know, curtain, or like, cloth, so that it was quite dramatic, and just to kind of see that reveal, um and you know i i I think this is the 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 reason why the vibes are so good with legocon 2020 is that um it's such a rare thing to 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 have lego you know and not leakers not some shoddy you know iphone 3g camera 
taken in the dark in a warehouse, you know, behind mm. a truck, you know, inside a truck or, you know, some illicit manner. Because that, that's, that, that, that's how most things get revealed or leaked. Um, and I think that the big difference here is that we got to see a reveal. It was dramatic. And then after that, you got the, um, you know, you got the fan media coming in um, and dropping all the high-res photos and then the product pages went up so it's it you know you got to see everything and mm. uh, yeah that so that was cool like i think the sanctum sanctorum was 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 definitely an oh wow moment just to kind of see it live like that and see people react as well which is you know it's raw hype um but yeah i think uh look it's a, it's it's a, it's an interesting model i'm not sure i completely understand the need to do uh, to have you know a infinity saga version and a multiverse of madness version uh, don't know why they couldn't just have kept it to multiverse of madness but i guess you know it, it, it was a it, it, it was a you know important location in both movies um gave us an extra five minifigures yeah yeah and you know you got the you got the new updated stark um spider-man suit you know the stark suit which is which is mm. nice um not sure if we need another iron man i would have liked to have the uh the ancient one i think that's the you know i think looking at the minifigures um the only miss for me is the ancient one um but yeah look um the most exciting thing is that and and, and this was acknowledged by justin on stage uh, because i think prior to that you know looking at the photos that we uh that we were supplied we weren't quite sure it was a modular because you know it looked yeah it kind of felt like a modular but you know we couldn't see the pins um but yeah it is so i think i think it's exciting that this is a a, a pseudo modular a it's marvel not, there's, modular. There's, no, there's no pseudo modular about it it, it meets the specification a, a mod a, the modular building it's a design specification and it meets that it's based on where you've got pins the terrific thing is the fact that it's it's a closed building i was expecting it to almost be a dollhouse where there was no back on the building hmm. but we didn't have that um we've got some we had a few portals um a few sling rings that um you could swap in and out so that um your figures could travel in different directions and hmm. i was quite impressed that we had the three different um, Doctor Strange figures as well. Um, I won't specify them any more than that, lest you have not yet seen Multiverse of Madness. In which I have not seen Multiverse of Madness. I'm well, waiting they for will it to... All, the reason that they exist will become apparent on seeing that film. It will um, make sense, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Look, I think... I, it's just the second pseudo, you know, modular. I think the first being... The spring, um, the spring festival set. Sorry, the um, um yeah, no, no, the Latin festival. Latin festival set. The, yeah, the, Latin, the Latin festival meets the pin specification, um, and and really, what it just we can you can debate it. It's not the it's not an official modular building, but it meets the spec to be able to fit into a modular city without having to do too much dramatic re-plumbing of your or redesign work on that bottom layer of bricks. Mm. Um, Ninjago City also 
Ninjago City and Ninjago City Gardens also meets the modular spec. Oh yeah, and I presume the docks do too. So basically, it's a it's a big set on a base plate, and it'll it'll fit in nicely. Um, so it's got two thousand seven hundred and eight pieces. It's going to be about two hundred and fifty euro or US dollars, about three hundred and fifty in Australia, um, and. Yeah, that's that's a thing. That's um, a thing. That was followed very early on, just almost with a throwaway presentation in a new in sort of a news newscast um, about the four hundred five four two Brickheads uh, FC Barcelona Go Brick Me set, in which basically you have. A Barcelona FC um, football jersey, and you can customize the face and hair of the player basically to represent the fan dressed up in gear. Or indeed, if you wanted to pick up um, 11 of these sets, you could deck out the entire team. Mm. Do you reckon they're going to go, go on to produce um, these perhaps related to some of the other teams that they've got Stadia for at present, like perhaps Real Madrid? I don't understand this product. Um, yeah, it's it is a very odd product. Um, new New Camp Camp New um, was released. Was it last year? Two years ago? Last year? Late last year? Um, twenty twenty one. We got um, Real Madrid this year. Um, I find it odd because it's a you know it's nice to see the go brick me which was the um you know fully customizable brick brickheads kit it wasn't tied mm. to a specific license or likeness or animal it was just a, a bunch of bricks that you could use to customize your own brickheads i like that i don't get the like i i, I find that tying it to a specific football team defeats the purpose of it um this could this could have easily been a co- collaboration with the English Premier League or La Liga or even like the World Cup and you know they could theoretically supply you know sticker like tiles or you know if that's if that's too many uh, maybe just stickers of every single club or every single color so that you could build your own football player um, instead mm-hmm. of you know narrowing it down to like one club. Um, again, just don't understand. Like, I get it, but it's it's a miss for me. Like, I'm, I'm again, I'm not a bas. I I'm a big football fan, not a Barcelona fan. So I, I look at it. I'm like, not for me. I've heard of sports ball. Yeah. So again, it's not a thing that I would get go for. But again, I think the way that it was announced, it was literally we have already spent more time talking about this product than they spend announcing it on the stream it was basically acknowledged that it exists and then moving on to announce that by the way legoland korea has now opened by the way yeah. there's now a legoland park in south korea i thought that was old news because they opened in may so i guess it's it's they just had to slot that in as a may's not old news it's when you've got an annual news bulletin it's um it's three weeks old it's that's true that's it, true it Look, hadn't I... been presented specifically on on the lego through the lego newsroom channel so i think i think it was useful to post because it, 
does also mean that's the tenth Legoland park to have opened. Yeah. And look, I so, guess I guess I guess people are traveling now and countries yeah. are opening up, so yeah, makes makes sense. But yeah, some some photos would be nice. Would have been nice. Oh, there was a photo. I would have liked more. Like show show us the mini land. Then you've got no reason to go if you've already seen photos of it. Ah, show 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 us the mini land. Show us the uh the the K-pop mini landers. Make it exciting. I, I'm just going to quickly say one other thing with the news um, broadcast. They didn't really highlight it at the time, but it is a new feature in the Mindstorms software that every time uh, Melvin O'Doom, who was reading the news, said news, then there was a little Mindstorms robot that performed an action, basically doing a rim shot. Oh, yeah. Um, every time and that was in fact a new feature that's been introduced sort of a voice recognition feature that's been introduced into the mindstorm software recently so that was an exciting demonstration of the tech it worked most of the time it wasn't um, perfect but it was better than you might have otherwise expected for toy recognition in a children's toy Hmm. Um, the thing that's from there we were then sent off on a video clip um, that I found, I don't know about you, I cried during the next part of LegoCon. Um, and we saw Mike Psyche going to meet an AFOL in the States and she'd been building Lego with her family over video conferences for a while. And Mike's one of the senior designers. And he presented her with the 10947, which is the updated version of the 497 or if you're in the other part of the world the 928 galaxy explorer the classic space flagship from 1979 through to 1984 um, when it was finally superseded and this is the type of set that has been um Look for, there's been an ongoing clamour for bringing some classic space sets back. And look, the design's a little bit different, but I think you probably want something that looks a little bit different because otherwise you might as well just buy or put together using your own bricks a version of the old thing. Um, And we're all a bit bigger than we were when we were 10, so this model is now about one and a half times the size of that original model. Again, we've got, Look, it's, it's the current bluish grey or stone grey tones. We've got transparent yellow windscreens. We've got two white and two red spacemen. We've got some brand new control panels. We've got sleeping quarters. We've got a little buggy that drives into the back with the obligatory red wheel hubs, even though it's the new wheel design. Uh... So one one thing that you haven't really mentioned, and I think it's a really... Doesn't have a moon base. Oh no! Let I mean, let's not go there. I think um, we're we're still talking about like pros. Um, and this wasn't immediately apparent because it wasn't in the press kit that we were supplied. But once the product page is up, oh, I was um, coming and, to it. <laughs> and sorry, and and um, they did mention it on stream, but I don't think a lot of people, you know, kind of picked up on it. But you can, um, you know, it's a reimagination of the um original Galaxy Explorer. Um, it's bigger, like you said, but you can also build a similar sized version that's at the same scale and size as the Galaxy Explorer. 
So you you, you have options. There's, oh, yeah. and but also, in fact, those options also included a version of the one man spacecraft nine one eight and the space transporter nine two four. Yes. Um. So you've got those three different three different chip options, and I believe the instructions are included in the box. We need to buy a few. Um, and again, this is very... Um, it's just re- reminiscent of the old Legoland-style sets where you had alternate builds and alternate instructions. So it's kind of a... Can we call this a three-in-one? It is, it is kind of a three-in-one. It, it's, it's a three-in-one, but indeed we didn't have instructions for the alternate builds, but now that sets come with a thousand pieces rather than a hundred... That's kind of necessary. Mm. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I cried a little bit when Mike was reunited with his brother, who gave him his love of Lego building. I in in the video, I I, I I may have shed a tear at this point. I may have shed a few more when I saw the spaceship being swooshed around. Um, it was late. I was tired. <laughs> Look, it was it, it it was a special it was a special it was moment. A, it was a special moment. Um, yep. I I can't deny that it was just one of those things that been we, we'd been waiting to see for a long time. I've got a copy of this set coming to um, review at some point. I'm really excited to have the chance to do that. I haven't decided the order in which I'm going to build the models yet. Um, because whatever I built last will probably be the one that stays up. But I'm really excited for this set, um, and also the way in which it may inspire you. It looks, it's got all of the parts that you're probably going to need to try and put together a set of space models of your own. It's like a big person's version of the Lego City Missions hmm. space uh, mission to Mars set, which is out now, which provides you with. Um, all the parts that you may have wanted to put, make your own classic space set. So space fans have really been spoiled this year between that, between the City Moon Armatus missions, which embrace the spirit of classic space, but now we've got this set, which is just a latent exploitation of the um, nostalgic feels that anyone over the age of 45 has got for the sets that were released in the late, in the late mm-hmm. 70s, early 80s. Um, and I'm sure you'll be able to create all sorts of great sets, all sorts of great models out of those um, out of those sets. I do hope that you can build the two smaller sets, two smaller ships simultaneously, because um, there is a purchase limit of two on Lego.com, which is fair, cruel but fair. Um, and unfortunately, I see in Australia today the Forestman gift with purchase is no longer available online. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, the pre-orders definitely depleted most of you know what was left over. Um, mm. And yeah, look, um, I really like that they priced it in such a way that it remains accessible. Um, I know, I know, we kind of alluded to the the lack of a. Um, um, uh, the base plate and the landing landing pad, um, and you know a base, no antenna. Sorry, guys, you're not gonna get a new freshly molded antenna from 2022. Um, that's not happening. Um, but I think the you couple know, would have been all wrong anyway, Jay. 
yeah just keeping just keeping it at that you know at that psychological price point of 99.99 usd 99.99 euro um is clever um i think it just uh, like it's it's a it's 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 a good trade-off you know Mm -hmm. make this as make this set as accessible um as it can be um you know the last time that we had a um you know a bunch of you know brick built craters um they ended up charging us an arm and a leg that's a reference to the obi-wan versus darth vader set um so I i don't want them to do anything you know brick built that looks like craters or you know just gray mass just don't go there uh yeah. but yeah just keeping it to that price point i think is it needs to be commended and i i'm guessing that this won't be affected by the price increase because it launches in in august or so risky i'm going to talk to you about that when we talk about the next reveal um i think this is likely to remain at the price that it's at yeah um let's move on to the next just as exciting set and that is the 10405 wait i've gone too fast next we cut back to the studio and in the studio we saw um the hosts with an ominous knight in armor in the background um and who came in again mike psyche and ashton wisser was the the other designer but also milan madge was involved in the design of the 10405 lion knights castle jay we had this castle alluded to us through various leaky spoiler sites during the course of the year but with no actual images displayed how did you feel when you saw this set i know that you're a big passionate fan of classic castle oh um i think when i yeah i i yeah shed a tear when i first saw images i think um it yeah this is the ultimate lego castle like at this scale um and in 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 the way that as a um as a child as like a seven or eight year old boy i used to look at those big castle sets and go I'm never going to be able to afford it, you know, kind of just admire from afar, enjoy it through a catalogue. This feels, this feels like a parallel experience as an adult where you go, oh, that looks really cool. But at the same time, it's like 600 Australian dollars. Um, might just look at it from afar, might just enjoy the photos, save up for it, be extra good and treat myself to it. Um, but yeah, no, I... I, I think it's I think I think it's I think it's unreal. Um for you know, for years, um, you know, castle fans have been I guess, you know, languishing. You know, they've been they've been wanting mm. a, a proper D to C scale castle. Doesn't help that, you know, we had, you know, Pirates of Barracuda Bay, which was a big, expensive, adult focused um adult centric pirate set that was sort of a reimagination of um the um black seas barracuda yep and, in, in a way um, and, and and it turns out that um hogwarts and um elsa's ice palace from frozen just didn't cut it with the classic castle fans no no you don't have a pot um a pork uh 
portcullis. Um, yeah, no, you don't have portcullis. Um, you don't have parapets. So no, it does not cut it. Um, but look, I think it's the one thing I think they go, they they absolutely nailed is the twenty one minifigures. You know, castle sets are known for having dozens of minifigures, whether it's knights, mostly knights, peasants, um, and 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 you have a really good mix here. You've got the the you've got the lion knights. You've got you've got a queen, which is great. I think that's that is absolutely refreshing. She looks badass. Her horse has um. She's got the horse barding. She's got a printed cape. Um, I think one of her guards is female as well. So that that's great for, um, you know, female empowerment. Um, and so you've got you've got the you've got the lion knight. You've got a um, you've got a black falcon's emissary or a small you know uh, a small troop looking to I don't know, seek refuge in the castle. Uh, you've got forest men. And you've got like peasants, and you've got Magisto as well. Like I, I, I think the minifigure lineup is almost perfect. And a they classic, did, and a classic skeleton. And a classic skeleton. They did miss out a ghost. I think you know, a ghost would be would be great, but you know, where do you draw the line? Um, well, you've got to have something left to put into the next big gift with purchase, don't you? That is true. That is true. Um. And look, there there is one thing to say that there's 21 minifigures, Jay. The product information tells us there's 22. They just don't line them up all in the single picture enough mm. for us to be able to accurately count them. It's like they dance in front of us. Mm. Um, so that's even better. Four and a half thousand pieces, a few um, flexible flags as well, and uh, yeah forestmen who have got their hideout built into the base of the castle hmm. um and and what i love as well is if you look at the the side of the box the the, the sets that it inspired um the castle so you've had you've you've got 375 the yellow castle the original castle hmm. you've got the forestmen's um um camouflage outposts which i love as well yep. and then you have medieval market village which um i think until now used to be one of my favorite castle sets of all time because it's a it's a castle adjacent model where knights aren't the focal point it's just a medieval market village it's got animals um it's got peasants. yeah and you know you, you you've got the dna kind of weaved in into this as well so it feels like there's just so many influence influences that they've managed to um to yeah to 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 call into this um mm. yeah, so i think a lot of people are going to be you know delighted and then let's not let's not even get into the easter eggs and the references in um in the set which is you know which is just mind-blowing the thing that i did appreciate throughout the reveals being done by the designers in lego con was the fact that they would perhaps point out some of the obvious um, Easter eggs that were perhaps already featured on the back of the box. For example, you know, there's a small boy putting together 375 um, inside this castle, the um, classic yellow castle. But they would also say, oh, and there's this other thing that I'm not going to show you. <laughs> um, which I think is great because certainly from time to time, I think we do get 
And we run the risk of it as well when we review sets of getting a little bit spoilery with Easter eggs. And, maybe there's a uh, goat. Maybe, maybe there's a goat. Imagine like the... Imagine if there's a goat inside. I, I've, I don't know. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that there's a goat inside. Do you think that the um, white... The, the piece the small white livestock is not a lamb but is in fact a kid maybe could be maybe that's a goat look they I don't I, give us a good view of its chin do they hmm no yeah look could be a goat on the inside I feel like that would be look if there's a goat inside no one's going to complain about the price people have been going oh you know looks amazing quite expensive we're entering a period of instability for pricing information there's um, one of the things that became apparent last night was a little bit of disconnect between the press release material that we'd received that listed the Australian um, recommended retail price for the castle at $549.99, which seems like an absolute bargain. And when we've gone to lego.com today, it's in fact $600. Mm. So, I th- so I think um, the price rises, we can now be expecting to be seeing perhaps a disconnect between some of the promotional materials, the um, press release material for sets coming out between now, over the next, over the, between now and September. I, I think we need to take the pricing information with a grain of salt until we've seen them actually listed on lego.com to be sure of um, what the actual price of sets will be. And we know that these prices are going to go up in different ways in different markets, and it is all going to be a little bit um, unpredictable. But it, it, it did leave me feeling a little bit despondent to see that that had um, fallen down with what I would describe as the flagship AFOL reveal of LegoCon and, you know, ah, I... 2022 for that matter. I... I I didn't notice that because I I got my pricing from the the website. I can understand why because press materials have probably been written a month or two ago, and prices have been inflation's been occurring at a at an astonishing rate this year, and so it, it's likely that the Lego dot com price is the price that we will be paying. But the fact that it's gone up compared to some of the early marketing material, um, I'm always excited to get Australian pricing in our marketing material, but it's, it's a challenge if it's not entirely accurate. Um, so I think we just ask that you bear with your favourite fan media over the next couple of months while we do our best to make sure that we're presenting you with, with honest information. I can understand why it's difficult to ensure that that information is consistent um doesn't make it right i could just understand why it happens look there's no denying there's no denying that it's an expensive set um and you know i'll again it's it's hard to it's hard to you know it's hard to make a judgment call until you've actually built it and experienced it um so i would say it looks like it costs a lot of money yeah as it as it should 20 minifigures. But but I think it's... My first impression looking at it is that that's not an unreasonable price for it. Um, and even at 600 Australian, I don't feel that it's unreasonable. It probably... It will affect my other buying patterns in Lego during the course of the year. 
look, it's you, you, you could you could buy two castles or a UCS ATAT. I would pick two castles. I think I would too. See, yeah. So again, every every everything is everything is relative. But they both have um, the same footprint for display space. Yeah. So look, I think. Yeah, it's pricey, but you know, it's 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 the ultimate castle that you could that you know that that everyone has been dreaming of. It folds up, it opens out, it's got all sorts of details in it. It's got a ramp, it's got secret passages, it's got flags, it's got lots and lots of people. Um, and if you can't build it into something else, then I'd be surprised. The uh, the black the black falcons are going to be out. Uh, they're they're severely outgunned now. I have fifty black falcons coming in like bulk. Well, look, they, they've they've got a tiny keep. This is a you know this is a proper castle. This this is not a this is not a black falcon castle. We're just going to have to make our own. Um, I've been gathering grey bricks over many years. It might be about time mm-hmm. to create an army that will fit in them um there's not much else we can say about this set until we actually get our hands on it yep it looks awesome um i think anyone who grew up with playing with lego castles if they're in a position where they feel that it's something that they can afford it's something that they're going to go to yeah and i think i think looking at the demographic so there is a there's a very specific generation that grew up with lego castles so we're talking um, kids who grew up in the 80s and I would say early 90s, like pre-Star Wars, yep. would remember having castles in their Lego catalogs. Um, you know, whether that's a that's a Black Falcon castle or whether that's a royal, um, is it royal lion castle? King, yep. yeah, King Leo's castle, whatever. But, you know, there, there's a very specific... Um, age bracket of uh, people that grew up with castles in Lego catalogs. And I feel like uh, most of us would probably be in our 30s, 40s, maybe 50s right now. Yep. And, you know, so, so yeah, I think, I think, I think Lego have done the math and go, they can afford it. They can afford it. They can afford to um, shell out 600 Australian dollars to relive a, very nostalgic part of their childhood or, or or maybe a part of their childhood that they could not have experienced like like I mm. like, like like me so castles didn't really get going until I was sort of entering my my dark ages um, past the original yellow castle but I can really see the appeal that said it's been 10 years since there has been a normal castle sort of release nine ten years um with kingdoms oh kingdoms yeah i was like the medieval medieval castle was not 10 years ago uh, medi- uh medieval village was you know it was about 2007 2008 yeah. um but you know it's been about a decade since we've had a regular castle theme so even people that are anyone who's over the age of 21 played with a Lego castle when they were a kid, be it the fantasy era with the Trolls and the Orcs, or be it Knight's Kingdom, um, either versions one or two. Um, and then, but that's all occurred during that, that era where we've been um, 
perhaps having our castle experience somewhat diluted by having Harry Potter occupying some of that oldy stony building hmm. aesthetic. Oldy stony building aesthetic. That's a that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and then you can understand that. Oh yes, perhaps perhaps in fact. Um, the yellow castle was supposed to be tan. They didn't have tan then, so... They didn't. You just had to, you know, use what you could. But in-house, tan is a yellow. Hmm. Um, we'd better keep going, Jay, or otherwise we're going to take longer than the... Um, we're going We're already running over com- compared to how the live stream... So after the castle, the next thing we had was a quick look at Series 23 minifigures first mock up a, a minifigure perhaps with a little bit of Fimo clay or some 3D printed accessories or the like and then go go full um, graphic designer detail adding um, particularly and oh look we've created a figure who has cosplayed in cardboard boxes as a robot revealing also a reindeer costume and a sea captain in a boat, like we've previously had a small girl in an aeroplane or indeed a race car driver in earlier series of collectible minifigures. Um, this, for me, I found this this was probably the most unexpected part of the, of the stream for me. I wasn't expecting to hear anything about minifigures during LegoCon. Um, so to see these three sort of teased um, was fantastic. Slightly more surprising was to see the rest of the range revealed the following morning when I went on to LegoCon and saw that, oh, look, there's the entire range of minifigures in their big crowd picture with a neon pink background, which just felt a little bit challenging on the eyes. Do you think that was a deliberate reveal of the entire series or an accident, Jay? No, that was an accident. It's an own goal for the Lego group. That's all right. It's, uh, there was... One of those figures is one that I am feeling very excited about, and that would be the popcorn. Yellow... No, <laughs> no, the Yellow Castle. So there's a, there's a knight featuring the crown logo that was used with the Yellow Castle um, three seventy five, and it turns out that that same crown logo was used on the back of the coins that the Troubadour in Series 22 minifigures was carrying. Mm. Otherwise, um, this series has a little bit of a Christmassy flavour with a um, Nutcracker, a Sugar Plum Fairy, Snowman. Snowman. We've also got a Thanksgiving turkey. Well, I don't know if it's a Thanksgiving turkey. Certainly someone dressed up as a turkey. Um, And then there were a few more routine but sort of all costumed up so the captain as we've mentioned the robot the cardboard robot the straining my memory here there was a wolf there's a green dragon help me here jay uh i think you've got you've got pretty much um pretty much all of it there i've left out someone's favorite i know it i've left out somebody's favorite popcorn Popcorn, yes, a a that's right. That's the food, the food themed one. It's um, popcorn. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna buy like three boxes. Absolutely, and it would appear that the crown knight 
I'm not sure. It's it's hard to make it out from the the rendered image, but I think they've got short legs that are articulated. Mm. Yep. Not, um, not, yeah. It's, not the, it's, it, she's a kid. Did you notice that she's holding a hobby horse? I did notice that she's holding a hobby horse, but yeah. I think they're kid legs, not the teen legs, which innovation, makes, which may make this figure very, very exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to say. It's a poor render. No, but, but if you look at the if you look at the popcorn, yeah, these legs, short, short legs look, as well. Yeah, so, it becomes hard to tell. I I want to. I need to see them in in real life to yeah work out what's going need, on. You need some uh some HD imagery. But look, um, look all for it. Um, it's great to have two numbered series. Um, I think this was the one prediction that I got wrong for the ninetieth anniversary. I was predicting that we would get a ninetieth anniversary themed collectible minifigures series. Um. So yeah, like, look, glad to be wrong. This looks like a really solid series. Um, and I hope, like, Series 18, we might get um, different colored base plates for the minifigures. That would be fun, hopefully. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I left out the elf with the snow globe gingerbread house. Oh, I thought you covered her in the, um, in the, in the festive Christmas um well, yeah, that's certainly, it's certainly part part of part of that crew. Yeah. Um, yeah look, I, I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit over figures in costumes. Uh, it's my bread and butter, so I'm just I, like I know it's your bread and butter, and and, give me and more. you'll you'll love them. But 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 I, I'm I'm a little bit over. You know, here's a recolor on the dragon. Here's a. But the dragon is nostalgic. It is a it is a nod to the classic green dragon. So I'll, I'll grant it that. Um, here's here's the wolf, which is like the fox but with teeth, um, or the raccoon but with teeth. To be honest, I feel a bit dirty commenting on this picture because I know that it's not going to do things justice. So I, I think it's solid. I'm cautiously optimistic, but ultimately it doesn't contain a lot of figures that I feel that I need to survive. I'll get a set because I'm starting to become a completionist with these, but mm. I don't, if, if for some reason I miss out on getting a full set, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to be too upset at the end of the day. I'm going to need multiple boxes if I, if I can. Well, you're going to need lots of those nights. That's absolutely, absolutely true. Correct. A hundred percent. So moving on after the minifigure reveal, we then had Avatar. One, one sec. Are we are we going through everything? I don't know. I thought we were just doing. I, th- I thought we were just doing highlights. We don't have to like. Was Avatar a highlight? It looks interesting. The figures look weird. This is meant to be a mini episode. Quick, 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 <laughs> quick fire. No, quick fire, quick fire. We need to. Okay. Yeah. Avatar. What did you think? Can look up, people can look up the images. Like, talk, just... talk to me about Avatar, Jay. Avatar. Yes. I... No. Maybe, I, I don't have strong feelings. I don't. I don't have strong feelings about Avatar. The minifigures look weird. Like it's it's the face, the chin, the jaw. Yep. Yeah, the jawline that just looks strange to me. Um, the animals look cool. The elements look fun. Um, but you know, I don't know. It just doesn't like does, doesn't excite me. Unpopular opinion. 
I'm upset that they made all of the whips in lavender this year rather than in green or black, so they could have been more useful in the Forestman gift with purchase. Exactly. I thought I thought I thought the whips were like gone for good, but you know, here we go. No, they're just they're just in lavender. Okay. Minecraft. Minecraft will appeal to people who are into Minecraft. Jay and I, unfortunately, both missed that demographic, although I do have a soft spot for it, given that it's where you find that blocky aesthetic that we grew up with in the 70s. And uh, it is the last bastion of the 2x4 brick. There was a brief chat about Lego Friends, which I'll have to I've had to watch that segment a couple of times to get my head around it. Um... We've been following the same group of girls for about 10 years now. Um, if you were eight years old when you started playing with, when Lego Friends was introduced, then you're probably about ready to head off on your gap year at the end of school. Um, and it would appear that in the latest wave of sets, each of the key characters or the core characters, um, Stephanie, Mia, Andrea, Emma, and Olivia um, are all heading off in their own rather than heading off with each with with all off on the same adventure in the second half year they're all heading off on their own adventures so Olivia has gone off to the space academy Andrea's gone to theater school Emma's gone to art school Mia's gone off to do animal conservation work and Stephanie's gone on off, off on a round the world sailing adventure um, and the team from Friends, um, which included Fenella Charity, who's been involved in the line from its pre-development days, um, when asked, will, after they're going off on these adventures, or they're kind of like their internships or gap years, uh, will they return to Heart Lake City? And I'll have to admit that the team were very non-committal on that subject. Hmm. Look, it's time for the friends to grow up, time to embrace adulthood, get a job, get, um, yeah, work a nine-to-five, get into severe credit card debt, a mortgage. It's probably about time to... I th- I, I, you, you could keep them young forever and keep rebooting it, or we could introduce a new generation of friends. And I think, look, I'm excited to see what happens. Um Again, there was a little bit of a heart, a little bit of a preview of, of the season finale for not for girls on a mission, but for Heart Lake City Stories. Um, I think I think the most I think the most groundbreaking thing, and I'm not sure why I have, I didn't pick up on it, but the um, design aesthetic changed. Now they're back to mini dolls instead of you know um, humans in the cartoon. Ah, so it depends which cartoon you're watching. Mm. So there's there's the, the web episodes have often embraced the mini doll aesthetic, and I think that's the heart heart lake stories as opposed to girl on, girls on a mission, mm. which has. Embraced... But the one that they sh- but the one that they showed off was the mini doll aesthetic. So it was so it it's I'm confused what's happening with the story here, and that's probably why I felt unsatisfied with it and confused because. Look, I need to consult my um, my five year old daughter, who is the um, authority on all things Lego Friends in the house. I won't get you to do that now because she's probably asleep. Yeah, that she is. 
All right. But uh, anyway, it'll be interesting to see whether Friends is shaken up next year. I think Friends will still exist, but whether it exists the way that it's existed for the last decade or not, it will be interesting. Mm. Will it just be Lego City with different designer figures? Anything is possible with the multiverse. And indeed, we've seen Lego City become far more like Heart Lake City with the kind of businesses that it's now now actually has businesses that are supplying food to the um, firefighters and policemen and burglars this year. So that that's that's quite exciting and providing them with places to live and to charge their electric vehicles. Um, we saw a new Lego art set revealed, the floral art. Lots of different coloured pieces. All right, good good parts pack for people that are into mosaics. Yep, and these are a bit smaller than the other mosaics. Mm. These are more a two by three plate module rather than a three by three. So thirty two by forty eight studs rather than forty eight square. Um, so that also means that these are going to be priced at a bit of a lower, going to have a lower entry point than the previous art sets, which is also going to be. I think that's going to be exciting for um, people looking to looking at their Lego shelves and thinking, gee, everything else is getting more expensive. These have got cheaper. Admittedly, they're smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lego Super Mario buildable characters. Not much to say there. Does what it says on the box. There are only oh, eight. I'm I'm excited. This this looks like a great wave. Have you it's... seen uh, Baby Yoshi? He's fat. Yes. He so fat. That's like the best buildable character ever. Oh yeah, no. Look, uh, no, he's not... so fat. He is so fat, and you get a blue one as well. This is a great. No, you get a red one. You get oh, a, sorry, a red. You one. get a red, a red Yoshi, a baby Yoshi. You get a hammer bro. You get a blue shy guy. Oh, sorry, the blue shy guy. Yeah, that's right. Look, it's a great, it's a great lineup. I'm excited. Um, new. I'm, I'm trying to work out: is the Nabbit is that from Super Mario, or is that from Mario versus Waving Wabbits? Not sure. I think we're extending the Mario verse here. Um, look, baby, I hope to baby Yoshi, baby Yoshi. Like, if you're paying close attention during the stream, you will have in fact been given insight into how many coins each is worth when you scan them. The fact that this is a series of eight rather than a series of um, ten in a box that contains eighteen does leave me feeling that perhaps we're more likely to have two full sets in a box rather than the one and one and four fifths that we've been getting in the last couple of series. Um, and that just about took us to the end of the reveals. We then just had two more sets revealed and they were the Lego Star Wars sets. Um what have we got there? We've got the Justifier, which is Cad Bane's ship featuring in the Bad Batch. In this, we've got a new Hunter figure as well as Omega, um, along with Cad Bane and Fennec Shand. Um, we were almost reassured not to worry about the fact that Omega did not exist as a minifigure when we spoke to the Star Wars team at the Fan Media Days last year. Um they were quite right. Bad Batch wasn't going anywhere. Um, there were bound to be more sets coming in due course. And then there's also a um, the all-terrain tactical enforcer, the Walker tank from um, 
Revenge of the Sith, which is featuring um, the 212th clone troopers, um, which are Kenobis, and therefore features a Phase 2 Commander Cody with a brand new helmet mold. I just want to say um, this is a this is a huge tragedy because what else are the Lego Star Wars YouTubers and prequel fans and you know noisy noisy prequel fans? What are they going to complain about? Right, like they've got a P two Commander Cody. Um, it's the end of the road for them. What a what are they going to you know? This is it. This is their Moby Dick. This is a white whale. There's I'm nothing sure they'll to, find another. There's nothing else to fight for after this. We've had Aunt, and we've had Aunt Beru this year. Aunt Beru. Mm-hmm. I Aunt don't think Beru. a lot of people are asking for Aunt Beru, but... And my generation have been asking for Aunt Beru. Their generation have been asking for a Phase 2 Commander Cody. Um, all we can ask for now is a better plot resolution for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, look, it's a uh, you know it's a, it's a it's a shambles. You know the whole um, the whole illusion and the whole um, par- paradigm of you know Lego not listening to fans. That's all you know irrelevant right now. So, what are they going to do? Well, I think that um, that actually comes that brings back quite nicely to the topic of LegoCon and Lego listening to fans because I think. Lego have done a great job this year of listening to the feedback that they received on the LegoCon event last year, which may have inadvertently felt like it was going to be full of exciting reveals, but at the end of the day, didn't bring us anything. This particular show delivered in spades, even when you looked at the leaks that started to crop up in the last few days. Um, there were a few images that made their way online. There were a few firm wrist slappings going on at the hands of the Lego confidentiality team with takedown notices and the like. Oh, um, that, 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 that was um, that, that was genius. That that just you know struck the fear of God into you know everyone because um, no one else, no one wants to lose their you know tens of thousands of followers. Um, yeah, because yeah, just you know. Fox is owned by Disney right now, and Disney is very, very, um, very, very um, proactive. Yeah, proactive. I was just trying to, trying to. The feedback was pretty loud last year um, because they they had hyped up LegoCon. This was the first of its kind. It was in the middle of a you know active pandemic. We're still in a pandemic, but you know, I think most of us were still hermiting at home last year. Um, and yeah, they, they, they drummed it up. The fan, the fan community got on board, um, and the results was kind of lackluster. So, um, I, I, I was part of the original like round table and NDA for the initial like Lego con. Um, and they, I, I can probably disclose that they, they did go out of their way to seek feedback from fan media and people within the community over what could have been done better. And I just feel like a lot of that has had been taken on board. Um, if if you also notice that the the production this year was much much better as well. Last year the production was um, the live show was was pretty much just live the entire time. They were cutting from like different segments of the Lego house to 
um, you know, different parts of the stage. Whereas this year, the, the, the pacing was, was much better because you had live segments, but you also had pre-recorded segments, which gave time for mm. them to reset, you know, have the hosts, you know, take a moment, drink some water, understand what the next segment is, go over their notes and their script. And, you know, that that's a much, much more polished experience, which is great. Yeah. Um, one of the things last year, we had sort of an, an adult focus segment sort of in the half hour running up to the show. And this year we sort of popped off every so often to have a, have a little adult engagement mm. phase. And I thought that pacing worked very well. I think having the big adult set, adult focused sets come out early in the show helped everyone to sort of breathe a sigh of relief mm-hmm. and judging by what I'm seeing on social media today, a lot of people going, really? Is that real? What? What? Is that real? Um, yeah. And I, so- and I, th- I think the biggest thing, that, the most encouraging thing, and this is something that um, a number of ambassadors have been trying to convince Lego, um, their PR team and their marketing teams to do. It's like, we know that leaks are going to happen. We know that leaks um, will it's 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 a matter of when, not if. Uh, we know that they're going to happen once assets get into the hands of retailers, or you know, kind of find their way through the various channels that Lego operates in. It it's going to come up, um, and the, the the one consistent piece of feedback that ambassadors have been trying to provide to Lego to go, um, leaks are going to happen but you can control the timing of when you announce stuff. And mm. previously, Lego have been very, very stubborn around announce, like revealing things very close to the launch date where mm. you know, by then the chance of it leaking is pretty much 100%. So um, yep. they, went, they, they went very early. So we've got all of the, almost the entire August slate has been revealed um, early as well. Um, under normal circumstances, you would see a lot of this stuff in like mid July. So that's you've 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 just you've just um you've just bought so much time there, um and you know we've got we've got Avatar which is 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 in a, it's in an October, October release. And I just want to I just want to touch on something because, um, we know that there were Avatar photos floating around from so called Walmart app. I have the Walmart app. I could not. Um, I could not get to the, um, I could not get to those photos, mm. um, and it is very very unusual for retailers to receive assets this early. So like an October launch, why would a retailer be receiving assets, especially for a movie like Avatar, where we've just gotten one teaser trailer? I don't think it's the full official trailer yet. Yep, and that was last week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that was last week. So again, very, very odd um, circumstances surrounding the release of the photos, um, which I believe were of dubious nature. They were probably obtained by crawling across a server. Yeah. So look, um, yeah. So again, go early um, and be the first to reveal it because it's much, much better than getting a, you know, a half-assed or blurry photo at the back of someone's warehouse. So, Absolutely. And we've seen, look, this strategy has worked over the last few years with Super Mario, where 
the Super Mario sets have had typically had a significant part of the wave revealed um, months before the actual release. Um, we hadn't seen the buildable characters until now, but we're still six weeks out from that theme being um, due on the shelves. So, mm-hmm. again, it's we've seen with a lot of things this year, we've seen text descriptions and some of the um, some some of the media that have seemed to have access, not recognised fan media, but um, there are serial leakers out there who obviously have access to either retail a retail catalogue or have got internal connections that are far better than any of us on the ambassadors network have, and so they've actually been able provide sort of text descriptions of a lot of the sets that were revealed today months ago but we haven't had any images of them revealed up until today and I think from that point of view that remains a win for the way that the systems for the way that this event's run yeah and I think um it's again like it's we I mentioned this um at the top of the podcast that it's very rare that you get to see an official review before it gets leaked somehow and it just makes its way onto the internet and mm. it's usually not the the complete re- reveal you might get a few mini figures you might get a um a blurry shot of the back you might get a blurry shot of the box um you might get a really low res thumbnail size photo and mm. yeah, that that really impacts your you know your first encounter, your first um, exposure to a set. And I think that you know with LegoCon, you know now now we have a, I think the fan community now have a taste of what it's like to get an actual reveal. It's kind of like watching movies, like you know it's 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 you know sometimes when you go into a movie and you've you know not seen a trailer or you've not seen a you know you you've 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 been kept in the dark about that movie you go in and it's just mind-blowing you go wow that's such a great experience i wish i could do it again um <clears throat> versus you know watching every single trailer every single teaser going into forums looking at the theory crafting looking into various you know leaks or like spoiler sites that you know come across plot points and bits of dialogue and that just kind of ruins like the experience so mm. Unfortunately, leaks occupy a lot of the oxygen in the spaces that we operate in as fan media. Um, I think LegoCon is a is is a great demonstration of what happens when um, the reveal of a, a highly anticipated set is not tainted by leaks or you know advanced reveals. Mm. No, absolutely. Now, the other thing is that the LEGO group are looking for feedback on LEGOCon and we will provide a link in the show notes for um, their survey, which will only be open till the end of June or so. But if you've um, sat through LEGOCon and you like to offer a little bit of feedback on it, then the LEGO group would love to hear that from you. Um well, this was supposed to be a quick, short, sharp um, recap of LegoCon, and I would like to suggest that it was a quick, sharp, short recap of LegoCon because 
we could have gone on for much longer. Mm. The road uh, to hell with, is paved with good intentions. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming along. It's sort of extra pieces is feeling a little bit like buses at the moment. You wait for six weeks for one to come along and then all of a sudden you've got two or two or three arriving all at once. Um, we'll aim to have a regular episode coming up at some stage in the next couple of weeks. What did you think of LegoCon as well? Um, we'd love to hear what you're feeling of the reveals, how the whole experience ran out. We'd love to hear about that as well. So feel free to drop us a line on that topic. And until next time, I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick. And I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. And and I've taken the extra pieces out of the study and into... Got a single, single brick separator. That's it. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.